Hello, Olentangy. This is Chief Communications Officer Krista Davis, and I am joined by three Olentangy High School DECA students for this podcast episode. DECA is a nationwide marketing club at our high schools that provides students with insights into the business world while building communication and leadership skills. Seniors Bridget, Audrey, and Sam are focusing their DECA project on building awareness around the negative impacts of social media on minors and new state legislation that takes effect this month. We want to caution listeners that student self-harm is discussed in this episode. Hi, I'm Bridget. I do yearbook, BCOM, and National Honor Society. Hi, I'm Audrey. I do National Honor Society, soccer, track, yearbook, and BCOM. My name is Sam. I'm a part of track and National Honor Society, and all of us three are seniors at Olentangy High School, and we're all a part of DECA. DECA is basically just a nationwide marketing club. It gives students insight in the business world, and it helps develop communication and leadership skills. Um, we participate in competitions at a variety of levels like states. So a little bit of background about our project is that we're competing in the community awareness category. And that means that we're just trying to spread awareness around the community. And specifically for our project, we're trying to get this statewide, trying to just inform parents and guardians about the problems and issues of social media. So something that inspired us to do our project is we have seen the social media dangers firsthand. Um, A classmate of ours, Brayden Marcus, passed away due to sextortion. And that inspired us to start off by educating parents and children about the dangers of social media. There was a bill that is being discussed at the state level. It basically requires parent and guardian permission for their children to get social media. And it's been talked about for a while, and now it is talked about possibly not being put in, which is why we want to really just start educating parents about the different, like, dangers that their kids face by having social media and different things that we've experienced with it. Um, A few goals and objectives for our project are to educate parents and guardians of the dangers teens face on social media. Um, To educate parents and guardians just on the bill overall, whether it's passed or not, they should be aware of what's going on. And lastly, just to increase the parental involvement of children's social media accounts. So we kind of started off our project by conducting a survey within our school. We got over 500 responses. Um, We have some main takeaways that we got from the survey. One including is that 86% of students have been contacted by a stranger through social media. And 43% of students got Instagram and Snapchat under the age of 12. 53% of teens also have had social media account hacked, including myself. Um, As a freshman, I got an email, actually, and it was asking me to verify um, my Instagram email that was attached. And I clicked the button and I put in my information and it actually ended up not being the Instagram base. It was somebody random and they got onto my account and deleted it. And that information is only Olentangy um, data. Um, it's pr- evident everywhere that social media is not the safest place for um, 
children or teens, especially under the age of 16. I know I got my first phone in third grade and social media in sixth. And looking back on it now, I'm 17 and I don't believe that I needed it that early. Like at the time I was like, I need it. I need it for communication, like staying in touch with my friends. But I really don't believe that I definitely could have waited for social media. Yeah, I agree with that. I kind of got my phone in social media around a similar time as her. But just seeing my my two younger brothers go through this, I just see it's not necessary to have social media at this young of an age. For our project, we have like six main topics that we're focusing on, which is sex torsion, depression, anxiety, self-esteem, personal safety, addiction to social media, and the bill. Um, just within the sextortion category, like we mentioned earlier, Brayden Marcus um, was close to us and he became a victim to it. So that's something that we've done a lot of research on and it's very prevalent to today. And over 7,000 cases of sextortion were reported in 2022, according to ABC News, and it's continuing to rise. Um, and then along with like these different dangers, there's also... Um, a lot of issues with like self-esteem within kids, um, the body, like the beauty standard, I guess, <laughs> has become like a very common topic specifically within girls. It's caused like a lot of insecurity and just a lot of um, self-esteem issues, I think. Another issue that is found within social media is depression and anxiety. There's been a huge increase over the past couple of years, specifically from 2007 to 2015, where there was a rise in depressive symptoms in the public that correlated with the in increased usage of smartphones. That was according to the Child Mind Institute. This is an issue that we believe is increased over children having a phone at a young age and just getting social media at a young age. Also, as we talked about earlier, I feel like getting social media at a younger age exposes you earlier to these dangers. So like Audrey just talked about the depression and anxiety, it's seen not it's not only more prevalent, but it's also seen at younger ages. And also you have the ability to put your location and a ton of other different information about yourself into these social media apps and they are projected to the public. Um, it is not a secret like your Snapchat location. It's not a secret where you are. You can hide it for some people or go ghost mode, but the app still has all your information for that. And as a 12-year-old, you're not going to think much about it. But at the end of the day, it is very dangerous for all of these different organizations to have all your personal information. Yeah, and it's like important to mention that Putting all this information out um, gives a lot of opportunities for more dangerous people and like predators mm -hmm. to get access to private information. It's very easy to access now, which is why we just feel like when you're a young kid, like it's really important to start prioritizing, keeping this information private and just monitoring what you're doing on social media. Mm -hmm. Like, I know when I was 10, I had, like, a public Musical.ly account for no reason. <laughs> like, I did not need to be posting videos of me lip syncing to songs for the whole, for the public to see. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're younger, you don't take that into consideration, like, your safety because you've always had, like, your parents or guardians to, like, protect you. But, like, 
when you're on social media, it's just you. It's not your parents and guardians. They can't defend you to like a certain extent. It's your account. It's what you're putting out and it's all your information. And a big issue that we found within our survey that we took is that many kids are lying about their age on social media. A lot of parents don't know that the social media apps that their kids are on are actually have age limits. A lot of them are supposed to be 18 and over and kids are putting their birth year as like 2000. They're like mm-hmm. <laughs> in their 20s when they're actually 12 years old. Yeah, I think I honestly did that when I was first getting like <laughs> Snapchat and Instagram. I honestly might be like 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely something that is more normalized lying about your age and like lying about your identity which also can increase that like predator aspect of social media if you can lie about your age or who you are then so can someone else on the other side of the screen you could be thinking that you're making a new friend by a stranger online but it easily could be like a 50 year old like trying to contact you from like a whole different state, whole different country. There's no limits. It's just a selection bar where you can choose your identity. A common issue that we've seen within our peers is the addiction of social media. It is a real matter and it has even been discussed to possibly be a medical condition. There's actually something called a dopamine loop and it's basically when kids get on a social media, they see like people liking their posts or they're contacting their friends, they get a boost of dopamine, basically. And then when they get off social media, that dopamine goes away and they find themselves continuing to crave that dopamine and going back to social media just to keep feeling it. And this is why the addiction of social media has become so common. It's like social media is almost like a comfort for Mm -hmm. kids because it's like distracting. It gives them dopamine and it gives them something to do in their free time. Yeah, I feel like since I've had social media for so long, like I've definitely experienced the dopamine loop like Sam talked about. Just like coming home from school after a stressful day, I just want to lay in my bed, I don't know, watch TikTok or something. (laughs) Like it's definitely a real thing, the addiction to social media. And I feel like it also can create bad habits as well, like losing focus, not paying attention in schools. I know a lot of classes do have like phone jails, but still it's, you're still very much addicted to your phone. Yeah. And we actually did some research from Cross River Therapy that said around 70% of teens and young adults in the U.S. have a social media addiction. So as we say all of this, we're not trying to deter you away from getting on social media, but because social media is here to stay, we just have to make moderations and changes for there to be safe experiences on social media. So like Audrey said, I think that social media is good in moderation. Um, With social media, I've seen it so useful in communication, school, and you have information at your fingertips. Um, Even with this project, we've used social media to get different contacts, to reach out to different people. And social media, it's not like this awful thing. It's just something that can be used in an awful way. So with the Parental Notification Act in House Bill 33, when children under the age of 16 go to sign up for a social media account, they will have to have parental parental consent. 
Different ways we've tried to promote the bill, education on these dangers, and overall all of our project goals is we've worked with the Mental Health and Addiction Services of Ohio, as well as Prevention Action Alliance on promoting, on doing a promotional campaign with them. So starting December 11th through January 19th, we're having a promotional campaign where we're making newsletters and also posting on their social medias um, different facts about the dangers of social media. Um, in February, we will actually take our project to the state competition, um, similar to like we did last year. Last year, we actually made it to internationals mm -hmm. where we were able to go to Orlando and we took a trip to Disney and Harry Potter World. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've really had a great time with this program, and since this is our last year with it, we really wanted to like try to leave an impact. And mm -hmm. a lot of people focus on educating students with their project, but we want to do a different take and really focus on the parents. Mm -hmm. Especially statewide, too. Um, this isn't just a local issue. It's a statewide issue. It's even a countrywide issue, social mm -hmm. media. Um, but we just wanted to think bigger rather than regret just staying in our local bubble. Exactly, and one of the reasons that we're focusing on social media is just because it is so new to people. I mean, it's not been around that long, and adults nowadays didn't have it growing up, mm -hmm. so it's important that we communicate with them our experience like what it's like to have it growing up and how it affects us and how they're the certain aspects that they don't understand. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Bridget, Audrey, and Sam for sharing your experiences and educating our community through your research. Best of luck with your DECA project and competition this spring. We will be sharing a new episode of our Hello Olentangy podcast channel each month. So until we say hello again, goodbye, Olentangy.